My fellow New Jerseyans, I have just signed an executive order directing nearly all residents to stay at home. All gatherings are canceled. This means no weddings, funerals, or birthday parties. Hello everyone, um, I am Ginny, host of Mama Said So podcast, and I'm joined with our two other hosts, Miriam and Charm. Hello. Hey awesome, so we wanted to touch base with you all. Uh, we know that the hot topic right now is either this COVID-19 or uh, what's going on with the election. Uh, we're definitely not talking about that, but <laughs> um, we wanted to continue our last um our last topic from uh, the previous podcast and just address that in relation to what's going on with COVID-19. So our last podcast was about mom guilt. And if you haven't listened to that, please go ahead and um, just, you know, listen to that real quick so you can uh, know what we're referencing. But um, we spoke about how mom guilt is a real thing. And um, it usually comes up when we're uncertain about how how we are responding to some of our responsibilities as a parent. Um, it shows up when uh, things don't necessarily go the way that we would like. Um, and it kind of it can nag at us, you know, sometimes with uh, sometimes with things that. We haven't necessarily gotten over because of the impact we felt that it had on either our child or us. Um, or it can be fleeting thoughts where it's just like, oh, man, I should have or I could have or if I did that or what have you. So we spoke about that and we try to be very reassuring um, and uh, let each other know. And you guys know that you are we are doing a good job. Obviously, this is not easy, um, but the fact that we even have that sense of responsibility and obligation and dedication to our children uh, speaks to itself. Um, so you're definitely doing a great job. Uh, try to assure yourselves as much as possible of the good job that you are doing. Count your wins and don't dwell on your losses. Uh, if you are thinking of your losses, just learn from them and move forward and not, uh, you know, don't hang hang the, those negatives over your head too much so we know that with COVID-19 being having such a huge impact on the world right now uh, this is time for us to make certain decisions and um, our lives are, are so affected. So uh, we know that, um, you know, this is a virus that has killed some or many, I would say, um, and it has uh, affected or infected many more. And uh, it's it spreads rapidly. And here in the U.S., um, apparently our healthcare cannot keep up with it. We started testing a little bit late um, and we cannot keep up with um, how fast it is growing. So right now, many schools are shut down. Um, businesses are have have uh, have mandated that their employees work from from home if that's something that's actually an option for your businesses. Um, some cities have curfews. So travel is limited, uh, international travel, at least right now, that may change in the future. 
but this has definitely not only impacted our communities, it has impacted the whole nation and the whole world. And we have to do something about that because our, our, li- our lives cannot stop, you know? Um, Things are coming to a halt, but we're we're still living on. We still have to mom. We still have to parent. We still have to. We still have our families to care for. So we have to make tough decisions, and uh, some of those may um, result into us feeling guilty about one thing or another. So we all have toddler age children. Um, what what is the status of of school for your kids right now? So, you know, we have a a three-year-old who's currently at a a Catholic preschool, and they informed us just two days ago on Friday that his school will be closed for the next two weeks. I'm presuming that they're closing to, you know, do a full and thorough cleanup from top to bottom of the school. Um, But also you have to think about the visitors that come in and out of the school buildings as well whether it be the parents of their kids or, you know, you never know. Parents could have a relative come pick up the child one day. Who knows if that relative just traveled from another country, you know, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. So um, it's definitely a precaution I think is needed. I don't know about the whole two weeks, but, you know, again, I don't know what the process is as far as a thorough cleaning, how much time that does actually take, the manpower, how many hours a day they're going to be using to, um, to I guess, complete that task. But, yeah, that's the status. So, mm-hmm. Lesson plans are in our hands. <laughs> so they say, So they sent him home with lesson plans? Basically, when I picked him up Friday afternoon, the teacher's like, okay, I gave him a sheet. You know, he's three years old, so it's just one sheet every day. She's like, make sure he has the Fridays off. Make sure you include playtime every day. Um, but yeah, but these are the things that we want him to focus on for um, each day. Mm. And then um, I guess I'll take it upon myself. And we'll get into that in more detail, like how closely we will adhere to whatever they've advised us to do. Mm-hmm. And you are in um, uh, you know, a situation where you're actually home right now because you're still on maternity leave. Right. Uh, and uh, for those of you who, who do not know, Miriam is a pediatrician. Would you, you would still be, is your office still open right now? As far as I know, yeah, like I check in from time to time, like via, you know, the office emails to see if there's any updates. Um, it looks like they're conducting business as usual. Again, they kind of have no choice because it's a healthcare um, facility. Um, within the office itself, I don't know if things are running differently on the internal medicine side, which is adult medicine, mm-hmm. uh, versus the pediatric side, because we're not really seeing anything. If we are going to be seeing something right now, it will still be us dealing with the flu. Although we are approaching kind of in the flu season. Technically, flu is from October to like April-ish, May. Um... So, yeah, literally we will be preparing right now for allergy season. But, again, this is going to be all overshadowed by mm-hmm. uh, coronavirus. Would which you say is, yours, your um, sensor is going to have tests at it? Not at all. I okay. would think we would be at the bottom of the totem pole. Although, I mean, because even though the funds, it's a fairly funded health care center. Yeah, that's what um, I was thinking. Yeah, I think because there's already a lack of testing kits the first people that's going to be on that or will be the emergency rooms and the urgent care centers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but if you were still working, mm-hmm. um, 
or I mean, obviously you're still employed, but if you were not on maternity leave, mm-hmm. uh, you would have to make the decision as to what you would do with AJ and everything. So you are not to say that you're in an easier situation because you do have a newborn and you have to juggle the newborn right but full disclosure i know i do have a better situation than most because as you guys know we do have family that's close by Mm -hmm. so we can easily drop off aj somewhere for two weeks and be fine honestly because there's some family members who you know who uh, may not work who have the time to be in the house Mm-hmm. So that would be with AJ. As far as a newborn, this, this would be the harder situation as right. far as finding care um, mm-hmm. for him that I trust. Like, I don't necessarily want him. Yeah, it's a whole Naturally. Thing. No, yeah. no. I, I, <laughs> you don't even have to explain. I think all, all of us moms are, um, yeah, no one can be around our, or not just anyone can be around our baby babies, our but infants, our newborns. So, but even in that instance, right? Like, I know that you have people that you could drop him off to, but because this is not just like a snow day or like something that natural disaster type of thing where I'm still going to work, but I can leave you with them and be fine. Because it is a virus and because it that's is true. people that's that, true. So know. I can't be choosy. Yes. If right. I do have an option, I do have someone else to take care of both the three-year-old and the baby. Or if, you know, one has to go to one house, one has to go to another house, that might still even be possible at this time. Or even some people might say, do I even want them anywhere at anyone's house other right. than my own? Right. And again, <laughs> in best case scenario, I would have someone actually come to the house, but that's not possible as well. So, mm-hmm. right. yeah. Right. Sharm, what is your the situation with your children? So outside of the immense amount of anxiety I'm feeling around this, <laughs> um, every day is a decision. As of today, um, the kids' school is still open. Um, it is a very small school. So in my mind, as I'm thinking through it, it's like, I know the state of New Jersey said, like, any gatherings of 250 or more need to be dismantled or canceled. Um, So like churches and schools and things like that, public schools have been canceling. But then I'm thinking like, you know, his daycare is very small, maybe 70 to 75 kids at most um, and a small group of teachers. So in my mind, I'm thinking that's partially why. And it's somewhat contained in that um, environment. But and there hasn't been maybe an affected adult reported in that area. So yes. they've asked yeah. us again to self-report if anyone's been traveling, parents or otherwise, because there are a lot of like big pharmaceutical companies around there. And so obviously their kids are going to some of their kids are going to be there and there's travel involved. Um, but obviously that's up to the parents to self-report that. So there's always that level of, you know, trust and, and really just not knowing Um, but in the area, there's been one confirmed case as of, I think, yesterday. Um, so even the townships might decide to close down and contain things. But as of right now, they're still open. So now in my mind, it's a day to day, like, Mm -hmm. am I going to send them today or not? Because even though I do have care options, one of which recently traveled, so there two weeks (laughs) has to pass on that end. Mm -hmm. And on the other, the, uh, my other, my mother-in-law does commute to work using the train and she is not hearing, uh, sitting down anywhere. So continuously exposed Mm -hmm. there. So right now, so, you know, we, 
um, are recording this on Sunday, the 15th. You may be hearing this a few days out, but as of this weekend, um, school is still open for your children and your mother-in-law is still like, she plans on going to work tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she does. Mm-hmm. Okay. Via public transit. Right. Which now the more that we've learned about the virus and how you contract it and who's ultimately affected by it, it can affect everyone. But the people I believe that the information that I've read most at risk are the elderly. Um, a lot of I think both of the cases from New Jersey were both over 60 mm-hmm. uh, as well. Mm-hmm. So in some instances, you know, it, it gives me a little bit of relief that the children are not being affected as much. But at the same time, understanding my circle and my village, like they're still carriers if they were to come across the virus. You know what I mean? So not only do I not want to be sick, even if I'm going to recover, I don't want them sick and I don't want them to get our relatives sick either. So I'm just thinking through all the different scenarios and possibilities because at the end of the day, I am not off work. I still have to work. And even though I'm working from home, there's always that. I think for a lot of moms in this situation now that do have the ability to work from home, they feel like, well, should my kids be home with me? Or do they have to be home with me because I'm working from home? Or like, do I have other options? And should I feel therefore guilty for utilizing those other options? Quick mm-hmm. question. When you talk about working from home, is it the same like demand, the same tasks are expected to be completed? Is it like an amended? No, it's a regular work day. And all the meetings that you would have in the office, you have just at home. And we do a lot of video conferencing. So it's not even like conference calls yesterday where it's just the phone. You can mute it, yell at your kids and then come back to the call. It's like they can see you. And if they don't see you, then it's like concern about you know what's going on basically so i literally what are you be, really doing yeah at my desk for that day and in between meetings i'm doing projects for that like have to be done so quick funny funny thing uh, at my job um as of right now most things are business as usual usual so i am expected to come to work aside from if i am sick or if i have to care for someone who is sick mm-hmm. um but last week we we had a bunch of regional calls and conference calls about about you know the whole situation mm. and what to do if when whatever uh, and some of the people that we were having these calls with most of the people in the region that were on these calls we were just um, listening and watching the two people who are facilitating their calls so we see them in their homes they they are remote mm-hmm. you know they they don't work out of a facility um and it was funny because we were kind of making fun of somebody because uh you can tell they were in their home office or whatever and they had on their wall they had um all these pictures lined up nicely and then there was just one <laughs> kind of like falling <laughs> like hanging off uh, right behind her and it was kind of yeah that's me <laughs> so if I uh, yeah um, I'd be like oh my gosh I gotta get this place I gotta get the wall behind me that's it. put together that's all you need. I gotta put on a fresh shirt on even <laughs> if I have nothing on underneath Listen, there have been times okay uh, yeah um Wow. So uh, in terms of my situation, so I have two toddlers and they're in different schools. So one of them, the youngest, his daycare um, let us know yesterday on Saturday that um, 
that his school will be closed for two weeks. And that was that. Uh, he's two. Uh, there were no lesson plans <laughs> or um, or there, were, there was nothing, you know. Right. Um, now, for my oldest, who's four, sh- uh, at the end of last week, we got calls saying that the school will be closed on Monday, tomorrow, Monday. And, um, you know, the teachers are going to be uh, trained, I guess, or discussing, uh, what is it, virtual instruction, you know, trained on virtual instruction or what have you. So at the end of last week, I was like, all right, well, you know, um, she doesn't have school on Monday. I'm hearing about other districts who are closed for two weeks or what have you. However... They sent her home with lesson plans for two weeks. And um, and they also sent her home with food. <laughs> wow. So, you know, they, they have the kitchen. Well, not food for the two weeks, but they I'm guessing, you know, because I didn't pick her up. Um, my husband did. And, and I come home and she's like, Mommy, I have some food. I have some groceries for you. And it wasn't much, but, um, it, it, you know, carrots and broccoli. But they, you know, they have their own kitchen at the school. They cook everything there. So I'm assuming that they were preparing. They were trying to clean the, out the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, you know I, I think that they're preparing to not be here for or not be open for two weeks and we still didn't get that call that they will be closed for two weeks it's still just monday but i'm anticipating um her not being in school and i am not 100 percent in a position where i can work from home there are a lot of tasks that i can do at home um and there are a lot of times that i do you know work um i do certain things i, I pull out my work computer and do certain things um at home even after i've had a full day of work Um, but I am not most, I cannot 100% fulfill my role and my job, uh, remotely. Like I do have to interact Mm -hmm. with other people at work and everything. So like you said, Charm, it will be a day to day decision. Uh, I was speaking to chatting with my boss earlier (laughs) and, you know, just letting her know that some days I'll be there. Some days I won't, um, what days will those be? You know, uh, I don't know what's going to sway my decision. How well are my kids going to be doing in that time with the lesson plan? I don't know. Because honestly, like you can work from home, but that lesson plan is an hour by hour or 30 minute by 30 minute plan. Like who's supposed to enforce all that mm-hmm. and still do a job? Yeah. Always are a little fluid, like where it just says, uh, this is what you want to focus on today. This is what the activity um, will be. Uh, but it isn't hour by hour. You okay. know what I mean? Um it is an hour by hour. So it's just, this is the topic. Mm-hmm. Here are some activities that you can do to reflect the topic. Um, and, you know, this is what you want to do for, uh, like, either reading time or or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, so I still have to structure. I do yeah. have to do the hour, hour by hour. And I've been seeing on social media... Um, 
I saw on social media, like I've seen examples that, yeah, you know, other moms are giving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that they're giving where it's like in the morning, you know, breakfast. And then for the next hour, take a walk outside. And then mm-hmm. afterwards, do whatever specific activity, then lunch, then nap. then, And, you know, my kids on any given day, they're either not napping or napping at some random time. If I force them, like, right. y'all ain't coming out this room. Exactly. Type of thing. So... I, you know, I don't want, I don't know what that will look like. But again, I need them to be, um, I need them to be learning. I need them to be stimulated. I do not want them to be zombie-like in front of the TV. Right. Um, I just, you know, can't have that. We have Bo here with us. Yes, making a <laughs> debut on our podcast. He's That's right. Bo. Making his voice heard. <laughs> But that's all right. Of course. So mm-hmm. then I guess where this mom guilt will come in is one, you would, I mean, it depends our, our type A personalities, but you would want to <laughs> adhere as close <laughs> to what they get on a daily basis at school as possible. Right. Because then you think about, wow, two weeks home, how are they going to transition back exactly. to regular school once school does open? If it does open after two weeks, it could be extended. We don't know about that. Um, so that's where mom guilt could definitely come in, especially for instance, like, you know, we have the breakdown of the kid's day on the fridge and it's talking about some breakfast at 830. We might not have breakfast, at, you know, 830. Might just be rolling out of bed. Right, 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 right. Or the nap time might not happen at 1230. Like, it, you know, like he has it at school or whatever the case may be. Um, so definitely there's an avenue there where that mom guilt um could kick in. But I also thought about something else because since all of us have more than one child, mm-hmm. so for me, again, because I do have extended family available, uh, and if it's going, if I see that it's going to be like a tough day or if I had a previous tough day with a two home, I may have to send that older one out to another family member's house. Ain't nothing going to be getting done that day as well. Right, right. exactly. Mm-hmm. Or things like that. Exactly. Or even if it, even if we weren't talking about trying to adhere to a lesson plan, but just the fact that you, you know, you're sending your child. I mean, because I, I feel that either way when it comes right. to like babysitting or whatever, sending that other child out somewhere else instead of them being under their care and receiving your, you know, your attention and your love and touch. But I guess, you know, whatever. I guess it would just only be heightened because of this particular situation situation but yeah those are definitely ways i mean now that we we could see it beforehand i guess we could kind of just i don't know they say man up is a phrase so woman up too i don't know like when this <laughs> does happen like you know just gotta reassure ourselves that this is something temporary this is out of the ordinary there is no blueprint for this right and we're just gonna be doing the best that we can from day to day literally the words that i was just about to say like and there's so many times even in our last episode we talk about that like just you do the best you can mm-hmm. and at the end of the day like i need my job and i need to perform my job so that mm-hmm. i don't i'm not viewed as expendable and so if that means that my kids are not getting as much as they need in this short term interim never seen before in our lifetime is period right. it's like right man then yeah. that's just what it has to be but i think we can still allow ourselves to go to a place where at the end of the night when you lay down it's just like dang i feel really guilty about this and like i'm not doing right by them but at the end of the day putting food in the kitchen because keeping the lights on, keeping the mortgage paid, you know what I mean? Like, right. that's also so perspective right. is really exactly. what we need to to do. Um, I know that 
in the even in the past couple of days uh we've seen it everywhere um empty shelves and all of this and i did not stock up beforehand you know i wasn't throughout last week going to the grocery store and getting things or whatever so um friday night i did a quick trip uh to Whole Foods and did and did come with some stuff, but then but then my mom called me and was like, "All right, I'm going to do a run here and there. What can I get you?" Mm-hmm. Um, our niece, she you know went on her own, went out and did a run so she can get food for herself, but also bought other things that she knows that the kids will like. So, um, counting your blessings in that regard, um, having perspective, but also at the end of the night, um, thank God that this, that, and the third did happen to help me out. Like you are not, um, you're doing, you're doing your best. Uh, sometimes you're not alone. Uh, most times you're, you're not alone. Um, and even if you feel that way, you can still reach out to, uh, you know, someone, a neighbor and by neighbor, I mean like a, a fellow person, um, that, you know, that, you know, you, you know, they may be having their own thing going on, but we're all in this together. Charm, you said, this is the first time we've seen this in our lifetime. So in our parents' lifetime, in our parents' lifetime. So we're all experiencing this together. We're all trying to figure it out. Miriam, you said there is no blue point, blue, uh, blueprint. Mm-hmm. I've asked even my job a couple of questions, and the the flat out answer is I don't know. Yeah, the federal government doesn't know. Okay, exactly. So that's you know we're we're in this together. We are in this together now. For um, you know, for if you want some sense of certainty and some place to get um, some information and, and kind of being in the know, uh, one, I would try to limit some of um, news watching, news watching, and social and certain media. types of yes, yeah, social media and everything because. You don't you you don't want to be um, hypersensitized. Is that the word? Mm, I don't, that might not be a word. <laughs> but you like you you you. I mean, you just can't have it coming everywhere. Yeah. Um, not only that. Remember, even if this whole um, coronavirus wasn't happening, you know, a lot of our news these days is opinion based. Right. So, you know, a lot of things that you're watching, you think is based on fact, but no, people are throwing in their opinions about how they think the federal government is handling it, how our President Trump is handling it, is he affected leader, this, any other. So if you want, you know, to have up-to-date information, you know, I would advise going online so that you can kind of absorb it at your own pace mm-hmm. and you can kind of control where you're getting it from. Um, so I guess that's, you were going to speak to that? Yes. So... Uh, there is a website, um, healthychildren.org. Uh, now this is, um, is it sponsored by the, or it's, they write it. so yeah, it's the American, uh, Academy of Pediatrics, uh, created this site. So they, this site, so they are a reputable source. Um, and they, you know, you can use this source from here on out, you know, if you haven't already, it doesn't, it's not just for, um, what's going on right now or for coronavirus, but, uh, there's a lot of good information on their tools, um, and different topics, uh, for all ages, um, of children and for all, uh, conditions or what have you. So um, there is information about the coronavirus, COVID-19. There's information 
information about uh, when it was discovered, uh, what the symptoms are, who's at risk, um, and how to protect your family. Um, and there's even a little blurb there on how to pre prepare for possibility of school or child care closings. Um, and, uh, you know, some of the things that... Um, that you can do to maintain that. That's what we were just talking about. So activities with your kids, um, making sure that they have that active play for, for the younger kids, um, reading to them, um, keeping an eye on media time. And then there's, there's also blurb about um, talking to your children about it. So we actually skipped over the... Um, what my child said segment, <laughs> but um, I would like to stop here. I think this is a, a, a good um, time to have Charm talk about her what my child said segments. Um, now that we're talking about having conversations with our children about uh, COVID-19, that, that's one of the um, bullet points um, on this website, healthychildren.org. So Charm had a conversation. <laughs> yeah, so my my oldest is the oldest of our our toddler group, mm -hmm. right? He's four on his way to five. So I just, you know, checked in with him, want to make sure that I'm aware and sensitive to what he may be feeling if he's internalizing any stress or anxiety around the situation. So, you know, I went and I asked him and I said, um, you know, Junior, did anybody talk to you at school about coronavirus or anything going on? And he goes... Oh, you know about that too? <laughs> like, yeah, I do. <laughs> we all do. Right. Like, yeah, got it. And then, so I just continued to ask, and I'm like, yes, I know about that. But what do you know about it? You know, are you scared by it? Did, you know, tell me more. Like, what, what's been said to you? And he just said, you know, basically, we just need to wash our hands because germs are on our hands and we have to wash our hands. So I have noticed definitely an uptick in the amount of time. Mm -hmm. that he wants to wash his hands with soap. No, that's not good enough, mommy. We have to wash it again. Like, yes. But I am also, you know, confident because he said he doesn't really understand it, but he just needs to know to wash his hands. So um, I would be mindful, though, you know, caveat to that. Just make sure that you check in with your kids and, like, let them talk and tell you what they're thinking, how they're feeling, because a lot of times they may be feeling things that they can't explain and mm -hmm. it, you have to prompt them and ask them questions, probing questions to get them to talk about it. But yeah, we know about that too, Junior. <laughs> it's so funny how kids are in their own world um, and they don't realize, sometimes they don't realize that there's a bigger world around them. Um, I think this is an example of that, but um yeah, that it is definitely uh, useful to check in with your kids. Um, always, you know, and that's some, that's for everything. It's always um, good to have conversation with your kids. That's just beyond what did you do at school today, or uh, what book do you want to read right now, or um, what show do you want to watch, or we're going here and there, behave or whatever. So um, it's always good to have. Um, conversations with with your child and and um you know they're active members of society so um you know we need to engage them um so uh like we were saying you know try to limit um your intake of you know all the news and the media and everything go at your own pace 
um, and make decisions that work best for you and your family. Um, it may not look the same as your sister's family, your brother's family, your friend's family, or what have you, but you make the, um, you make the choice in terms of what is right for you. Um, and, you know, just making sure that you're keeping in mind, um, you know, ways to protect yourself and, and your child. Um, you guys have anything else to say? This is going to be a quick one. We just wanted to check in with everybody, everybody and assure you all that, um, you know, we're in this together. We are making it through day by day, taking it day by day. Anything else you guys want to yeah. say? One quick thing, if you guys are ready, not everyone does, but if you guys already have... Um, Kind of like your go-to thing to de-stress, you know, make sure that you rely on those things, uh, you know, kind of to end your days, especially since these could be high anxiety times. Um, so if you do the, you know, the bath or the meditation or the prayer or the journaling, whatever it is that you do to de-stress, make sure you don't forget to do those things too. Right, because it does transfer. If you become overwhelmed or you become super anxious or whatever, you'll find yourself taking it out on the kids or not being as emotionally available to them. And it's just a vicious cycle because then after that, you're going to feel bad about it and you're just back in the cycle. So just take note and take inventory of yourself and where you are and where your thoughts are and understand that just take it one day at a time because we don't know where this is going. We've never been here before. And, um, you know, you're not alone in these decisions. We're all having them. We're all making them. But it's just one day at a time. Yep, absolutely. Prevention is uh really good. Not not just in the form of uh preventing illness, but also uh we we do want to prevent um as many mom guilt um opportunities as possible. Um so that's why we're here. That's why we wanted to relay this um information to you guys and just have this um kind of open talk on this. Um so Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Have a good week um, or a good couple of weeks. <laughs> Whether you're going to be locked up in the house or not, um, you'll be okay. We will be okay. Um, have a good one. Bye. Bye. See you.